Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people. On the Talk of Muncie, WMUN, All Kinds of People, hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz, getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana, in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Good, good morning, everybody. Welcome to WMUN, the talk of Muncie with all kinds of people. And I am absolutely delighted this morning to have in the studio Mr. Russell Irving. Russell, thanks good. for coming out to Woof Boom. Oh, thank you. You're, uh, it's nice to meet you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm delighted that you're here. And by the way, uh, born and raised in Muncie. Um, yep. And so I'd like to kind of start heading back to back in those days of elementary school and high school. What are some of the things you recall from the Delcom schools and Delta and things that you got yourself involved in early on that led to what I think is a fascinating career with design and antiques and historic preservation? And what, what are some of those early memories? Well, I, I first remember that I, I went to the Old Royerton High School, which was uh, in Royerton Road before Delta, as we know it today, existed, uh, and pretty antiquated old school. But then I think I was a part of the first graduating class at the what I thought was the new Delta, which now people are probably thinking it's been there quite a while. Okay. And in school, I was, oh, probably as schools might have, like the school artists. There were a couple of us that had... Oh, some artistic ability, and so were you spending some of that time sketching things and doodling? Oh yes, and <laughs> well, and, and inter entered every art contest I could. You know that was that was fun. So I, I kind of excelled at, at the things I liked, and I think I remember myself a better student than I was. But um, I enjoyed artistic things quite a bit. So kind Early of like things. the Bob Ross of the school. Oh my, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but. Okay, yeah, I did well. Do you still tinker with art? Well, I'm, I'm visually impaired, okay. uh, so but but art carried or motivated me through a lot of the things that I did. I went on uh, to study animation with some of the retired Disney artists that taught at a school out in California, California Institute of the Arts. So when I went to college, I did a semester at Ball State. I, I graduated a little bit early from Delta. Went on then and started uh, regular school year at uh, California's to the arts. Okay. And uh, there I, well, some of my professors were the producer of Donald Duck and uh, Bambi, and um, it that was had, interesting. That had to be an incredible experience to be back in the days of animation, early animation. Well, before extent. it went computer. Sure. And some of the things they would bring into class were fascinating, like one day, they just brought in this long, like a 10-foot pastel drawing that was the background from the original Bambi movie. Uh, it was a scene where, you know, Bambi went bouncing in front of 
you know, the plants down through the, okay. the forest. And here was the original piece from the movie just tacked up on our board in front of the class. And I remember thinking, wow, you know, that, that I get to kind of see this little piece of movie memorabilia right there. That was kind of fun. But animation was not what I wanted to do or end up doing. I, I really wanted to do thematic design, interior design, which led me kind of into my historic preservation love because I loved interiors that were from another period. And that kind of led to preservation, you know, knowing what was authentic to this period and so on. So Disney always represented that to me. You know, if you go to Disney World and you're going down Main Street, you know, you're, you're going through a, their version of a turn of the, cent, turn of the last century, uh, you know, reconstruction. So that's kind of my, oh, I think, you know, my segue from design into preservation. Okay. And what, what initially triggered the move to jump to the California thing just to tinker with the yeah. Disney thing? Well, it really wasn't to tinker. It's probably just I was misguided. I really... Um, was thinking animation. Remember in the back of magazines they used to say draw Bambi and you, you would yes, yes, kind of submit that. It really was an early uh, thing to get students to California's to the arts. And so I got there thinking, you know, just being connected to Disney would get me into thematic design. So anim it seemed a logical path. And then when I realized I'm on this path drawing Bambi, and that was not at all what I wanted to do, <laughs> I thought, whoa, this is, I'm, I'm going off in the wrong direction. Okay, so we're done with those little Bambi characters and we're into history. Uh, I was a little over Thumper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was assigned Thumper as a kind of to get me through school. I would, when we had animation progress or projects, I would, I would animate thumper yeah <laughs> a character of your own thank you i love it <laughs> and then um clearly interior design caught on with you oh yeah um and a true love not only of historic preservation but antiques um all kinds of design so yeah. talk a little bit about some of the homes within the area that you jumped into and worked with well i've done uh I've done homes in California, Florida, Indiana, uh, around Indianapolis and Muncie. Uh, and I've done things besides um, homes. And I think the, the more unusual they were, the more fun I had with them. I did a, a project once for Porsche uh, of North America where I was able to design a mobile classroom, all the collapsible furniture, and the campus and what the experience was, was they would take these two matching semis to a large parking lot on a weekend. One was loaded with Porsche cars and the other one was this classroom that hydraulically expanded out and all the furniture I had to design so it could be put together once the classroom was expanded out. And they would invite a bunch of people who had the money to buy a Porsche and they'd throw keys at the end out on the table and open the window and there would be all these cars parked there for them to test drive and that that was a fun project that was and a I, fun project for you because of your love of cars thank you well yeah i, I do love cars and, and which another, we'll get into well and, and another one was i designed the first year that ra leyendike won the indianapolis 500 i designed the motor coach and the campus as the driver's um 
you know, are all parked in the area where they entertain, say, people from oil companies and parts companies and so on and so forth uh, to design his coach. And I had a hunch it was going to be a good year. And I came up with the name Victory Party for the name of his coach. And at the time, there was a movement in design that, uh, to make a long story short, involved a lot of color. So if they were to win the race, they would go in and flip all the cushions in the entire coach over, and they were all multicolored in like winning <laughs> colors. And uh, oh man, that was and we won. <laughs> they won that year, so it was a lot of fun. So I I I have no background in design whatsoever, and I'm just fascinated by the fact we're talking about historic homes, but now we're talking about collapsible furniture and. Um, vehicles to park alongside the victory lap yeah <laughs> um how, well, how did you spin off into that well i i think I, as a lot of designers do uh design as a um i'm at a lost words kind of as a principle good design principles kind of permeate lots of different types and or styles if okay you will. okay so uh Having that in mind, I enjoy all types. My personal preference is historic or period interiors, but I have had fun doing a lot of uh, different types, like the two I just mentioned. Well, it's, those two you just mentioned just boggle my mind. I'm just fascinated by that. I, it, it's kind of like if I give you a sketch pad and say, hey, <laughs> I need a collapsible something. You're going to tinker with it until we get it. That's, that's fascinating. Well, it, it's fun. Yeah, we're with Russell Irving, everybody, on all kinds of people. And when we come back, I'm going to kind of put historical preservation aside just for a bit. But we're going to go from homes and buildings to Thunderbirds and cars. Thank you. We're with Russell Irving. Stay with us on WMUN, the Talk of Muncie. of people. Back to Dr. Joe. Welcome back, everybody. I'm with Russell Irving, as you've heard in the first part of the show. And Russell, let's back up just a brief. We just talked during the break about you doing a fairly elaborate sketch thing, and that was a time when things were moving to computers and animation. Can you mention the fact that you did that drawing and then the people came in and said, hey? Well, it was a part of a design project when, uh, as a designer, if a job warranted was a big enough job, I would illustrate what, what it would look like. Okay. And I remember uh, in my later years uh, as a designer, I worked for Kittles down in Indianapolis, and the advertising department came down and they wanted the young advertising uh, people to see how it used to be done. <laughs> so I can feel myself becoming obsolete in that moment. But um, Back yeah, in the day, we used to do it this way, right? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've been into homes for a lot. Um, the Neely House was clearly a pet project for a while. Mm -hmm. Share a couple memories, if you would, about just the Neely House. And well, um the, yeah, the Neely House, honestly, in my in my lifetime, is the thing I'm probably the most proud of. Um, I'm very 
optimistic. I can't really say anything right this moment, but I'm, I'm hopeful that very soon it will be open again. Uh, but the story of Thomas Neely, to me, was critically important for Muncie in that here is a man who diaried about the important uh, events of the day, fr every day from 1860 until he died in 1901. And he filled in his diary entries with things that he thought were not really very important when there wasn't something going on of newsworthiness. He would enter what the temperature was, how it was affecting the peach trees, what was happening in the gardens, who was helping him plant, what they were eating, who was helping in the kitchen. And one of my favorite diary entries was, um, he said, I never thought I would be tired of cherries, but a bumper crop of cherries has given me cherry pie every day for two weeks. <laughs> and so, What a great memory that would be. Yeah, so when we did the Neely, wanting Muncie to have a, a nice restaurant and you know it's very trendy or very you know kind of a, a thing today the farm to table and I thought here's the home of someone who grew his own food fed his family and so we restored his home his orchard his gardens and you know set it up for it to go on past my running of the restaurant and hopefully and those diaries are still archived at Ball State Okay. And okay. so it'd be a good read. It's it's fascinating. It's fascinating, and he seemed a very uh, just a, 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 a simple soul, and uh, loved his family and wanted to make sure they had enough to eat. Yeah, it, I mean, for somebody to take the time to write little things about the orchard or the weather and how it's impacting the peaches, and it just that's just a true person <laughs> living in Muncie who's reflecting on the impact of the slightest little things and weather change and stuff mm -hmm. on on their family and feeding and everything else. Uh -huh. And for that, well, that became the premise of the restaurant. Now, he, he made wonderful diary entries about how we uh, treated our soldiers from Delaware County in the Civil War. They, they talked about efforts of rolling bandages and so on, and all that was very important, but to me it was the food. And so we really did a restoration that, curated what we found to make it pleasant it, we couldn't do something authentic no one would want to eat there but uh so it was just a a great love to to save that house and to save the important historic parts of it okay so. i hope it i hope it returns because um it certainly was noted for its brunches on the weekends along with the wonderful meals during the week i sure like eating there and by the time this airs i think it should be i think it should be, That'd be wonderful again. that'd be great so um, I need to double check this, but you've authored a children's book. Beg your pardon? Did you author a children's book? Uh, it's an interesting question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a published children's book, but I do have a, a children's book that I'm working on um, finishing up to eventually. I'd like to see it published. Okay, and is there a theme to it? Not to try and break the. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I, I'd rather not comment on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I mentioned right before the break, um, Thunderbirds. Yep. Um, not those that fly, but those that drive. Yep, you. And, yep. And in particular, back in the 1950s, uh, you have a passion for the Thunderbirds. Yes, the I do. Yes, you've I restored do. them. You've tinkered with them. Oh, yeah. Talk about how you fell into that. What? Well, uh, a lot of people out there, especially the your male listeners, will remember American Graffiti. And Suzanne Summers 
shows up on the scene in a white 56 Thunderbird. And she has no dialogue, but she simply looks out the window of this white 56 Thunderbird and mouths the words, I love you to Richard Dreyfus. And <laughs> I went home and told my dad, I said, Dad, this, I, I found the car. It's not about her, thank well, you. <laughs> well, he said, well, you know, she won't come with the car, but it started us on a, on a thing, my dad and I together. We bought 55s, 57s, but the whole time I had this passion for the 56, which is what she was in in the movie. Okay. And it's, some people will remember, it has a little porthole hard top and a tire on the back. And so I've worked on or restored or owned nine of them and, and currently have two. And um, probably we'll get down to just one. I'm getting older and don't need to, <laughs> need to keep going. It's hard to let go yeah. of a car like that, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, does that interest continue with other cars beyond that? Oh yeah, I've had I've had uh, I especially well I had a '63 in high school. Uh, it was a looked like a rocket ship in the back, great big round <laughs> tail lights. It looked I'm like quite a couple familiar rockets with those. Thank you. Yeah, and, well they say today that still that was the best uh, riding uh, and driving Thunderbird made was the 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 61, 2, and 3. It was all the same body style, but they say that was the best riding. But um, oh, I love all kinds of cars. Um, well, you just name them. I love them all. The Studebaker, Avani's, and Gran Turismo's, and Mustangs. And yeah, as I mentioned before the show with you, I grew up in Detroit and would spend some weekends with Michael taking me to the Packard plant and stuff and watching them come off the line. And oh, I can't imagine Every that. so often they'd stop and let us in and sit in a new car, and then they'd, they'd scoot us out because they had to keep moving. But it was just... Um, uh, cars were part of my life, big oh, yeah. time, all the time. Well, in the car shows, I, I go to Ducktail Run every year, and yeah, they're just neat. What What's the current project that you're up to? Well, my current project is probably the biggest in the last historic preservation project I'll do, and that's my home uh, at the corner of Adams and Hackley. It's a oh, it was built in eighteen. They started it in eighteen ninety six, finished it in eighteen ninety seven. Uh, it's a uh, colonial revival in style and the first time I went in the house was when I was five years old the man who had the house opened the vestibule so that you could come in his uh, front door okay. and see his Christmas tree that went up through the two stories up through the middle of the staircase and so uh, probably got another year and a half on the house to finish it but it'll be open every year for our neighborhood Christmas tour and um, that's that's the house I'm in. So, so we're talking about a fairly old house. Yep. <laughs> Needs a lot of work? Well, a lot's been done, but it did need a lot of work. But heroic measures were taken by the previous owner. It, you know, it, it was one of the houses that had gone down that path of being turned into apartments and divided and doors put where doors didn't belong and so on. And so a lot of work was done um, well, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s by the previous owner. and um, But due to fast growth lumber and so on, a lot of the repairs that he did on the two-story porch and the back porches and so on just didn't last because wood doesn't really do well outside okay. like it used to. And this is really a passion of yours, too. Oh, yeah. This it, one nailed. 
This one, yeah, and, and we're about ready to replace a railing on the roof, an elaborate railing on the roof uh, that was taken off in the, the teens. So very few people have ever even seen this house in its original state. So we've replaced all the porches now with synthetic materials that don't rot. And um, we've had the entire house, the chimneys all rebuilt, you know, all tuck pointed and cleaned. When we had it cleaned, years of coal, dirt, and city soot came off and it pretty much changed the color of the house. So it looks a lot different and the restoration is, is going well. Something for the neighborhood to look forward to at the Christmas time. We've been with Russell Irving. Russell, thanks so much oh, for sharing pleasure. some interesting information about your life in Muncie. And hopefully you'll join us again next week, everybody, on WMUN, the Talk of Muncie for all kinds of people. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good week.